0: You know, we had a whole meeting the other day about how we basically dropped the ball on how we named this show. Yep, we sure did. (laughs) 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 Let's pick it up and run with it, shall we, Carl? Let's do it. All right, let's start off with this week's Creep Cap from Tucker Dixon.
1: Hey, everyone, Tucker Dixon here, and last week was Mascot Week. Carl started us off with the Jews' most hated mascot, the Easter Bunny. And since Vinny was out watching live gay porn— Oh, nope, sorry, misread my notes— I meant wrestling. He was watching wrestling. Blind Mike filled in for him. And Blind Mike brought in a mascot who did exactly what you think a man in a mascot uniform would do. And that would be molest children. As for my creepiest mascot, it would have to be Jackson DeVille, the Jaguars mascot. Because he's just awesome. And I'm so jealous of him and how great he is. And how much he fucking hates Carl, just like me. (laughs) Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker out attention parents what you're about to see is not suitable for kids shoot it's not even suitable for some grown-ups you might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things
2: i'm going to give the people what they want sensation horror shock i'm going to deliver the goods because i'm alive and i'm not backing down your
0: it's funny and you laughing don't fucking laugh again
2: disgusting vomit inducing thing
0: hola creepos welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps i am your host you all know me as the tower of power too sweet to be sour the people's
2: champion.
0: Now. and joining me in studio today yeah come on my face that's fine no, settle down, Carl. I haven't introduced you yet. It's Carl Hamburger. Hey, what is happening, Vinny Paulino? It's Carl, the guy who's jacking it, jacking
2: it, jacking it, jack, it, it, jacking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack.
0: Well, at least you're having a nice time so far. Welcome back to Rochester, my friend, and welcome back to the Creep Off. I am so glad to be back. I want to take a, a big shout out to Blind Mike. Yeah, Mike Geary did a great job filling in for you. I really like that guy. I He's thank great. you, Mike, for doing it. You did a great job lowest downloaded episode we've had but you know it was a good job
2: <laughs> you had to get a shot in didn't you
0: oh uh, you know you had to get a shot in
2: it was a little confusing to people that the video showed up on who are these podcasts youtube channel that's because that's the youtube channel that i control vinny controls the creep off and vinny wasn't around so eh.
0: that's the reason for it everyone. we're creeps remember the show is about creeps by creeps right but we love you and we're gonna have fun today Let's talk about last week, shall we? Oh, yeah, let's do that. I just want to take a second and say I jokingly said during the show that Blind Mike would play for me. I'm not going to do that, and here's why. Because I'm on game point. You are. I want to put that hammer down on the nail into your coffin, dude, and put you down myself. So Blind Mike, one point into the guest column. All right. Because he beat your ass. He sure did.
2: 69 votes to 25 votes for me. And I hate to do this because it's Blind Mike and I like him, but... (laughs)
0: You know what? That's, just not, that's uncalled for. That's uncalled for. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give him this. I'm going to give him some John Cena because he can't see you.
2: <laughs> he All right. hasn't seen anything in a while.
0: <laughs> All right. So this week, you and I decided to go back to the States because that's always the easiest for us. Research-wise, uh, yes. It makes life a little bit easier. So This week, we picked the Magnolia State. Of Mississippi. I didn't know it was the Magnolia State. I looked it up. Oh, look at you. Put a little extra effort in
2: today. Very good. You know why I picked Mississippi as my recommendation, Vinny? Why is that? Because I knew we hadn't done it yet. There's a bunch that I I wouldn't be able to tell you if we've done it yet or not. I was like, Washington said, Do we do Washington? I'm not sure. I think we might have. I yeah, don't know I don't, either. I don't know. So we got to get a record of this somewhere so we don't just start repeating creeps and states. You, you know and... what I
0: do when I have a question on these things? What do you do? I ask Alex. Alex knows? I ask gangrenously. Okay. That dude knows everything. Good. I'll do that then. He is literally the oracle of creep-off lore. We need someone. The holder of the keys. We need someone That's to do Alex. That. So Mississippi, the last time you and I played... I won. Right. So that means I'll go first. Sounds good. All right, hit the bell. All right, so this is game point. You're up what, four to two? I am up four to two. Okay, so I gotta
2: bring my A game today. Good to know.
0: Yeah, good luck. All right. So uh today I'm going to prove something, Carl. Okay. I'm gonna do something you hate just to make it more fun for me. Some creeps, Carl, do stand the test of time. Okay. My creep died in nineteen thirty five. So what year was your creep born? 1895. Uh, all right. That's a good 40 years. 40 years of uh, T- terror. 19th century
2: creeps is what we're doing now. Today it is. Okay. Now- all right i know start. they knew of electricity but did anyone use electricity at this time what was going out of the world
0: i don't fucking know
2: <laughs> what was going out at the world's fair that year i, I mean the know. dust
0: bowl might have been going on i think <laughs> all I don't right fucking know. get get to it all right his name is alonzo robinson
2: and actually can i just ask the creepos out there who are listening be polite and act like you're paying
0: attention all right go ahead biddy you know what I love about shitty states like Mississippi? Oh, shit. By the way, just a side Why up, are you calling it a shitty state? Because it is a garbage state. People in Alabama are like, Mississippi? Puh. They really are, dude. That's how you're judging whether or not Mississippi's good, whether or not Alabama likes them? That's weird. Well, I'm just saying they don't get to throw a lot of stones.
2: So is Mississippi, Alabama's New Jersey? Yes. Okay.
0: Now it makes sense. Uh That makes sense. Yes. Alabama's New Jersey, (laughs) Mississippi. That nails it. Yeah. But I loved how every story that I found while I was researching happened in a place that was named after someplace better. (laughs) Like there was one that was like this happened in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. My story has that too. I know. I got confused uh, for a second. I'm like, oh no, this isn't. The town that my Creep was born in was the better place it was named after. Cleveland, Mississippi. All right. Cool. Okay. You know it's bad if you're like, no, no, Cleveland, Ohio is actually nicer than this place that That's we're talking my point. about. <laughs> that is my point. So I like Cleveland. I'm joking. This guy way ahead of his time in the world of creeps because the first arrest he ever had was in 1918 for sending indecent letters to women. Oh, he
2: was one of those guys.
0: Yeah, he was just writing letters and I assume like drawing dick pics. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know how you would do this, but he would just write really filthy, obscene letters to women. And that was like his hobby. Cool. That's way ahead of his time. You have to admit that's a special kind of pervert for the day. Well, it's hard to block
2: someone who's writing you physically, writing you letters. Not a
0: lot you could do about that. He posted it on my wall with a hammer and a nail, (laughs) right? He got arrested in 1918 on his way to jail. He breaks away from the cops. What did he put his return address on there or something? What do you mean he got arrested? How did he get busted writing letters and sending them to girls? A lesson that he really should have learned young P.O. boxes, Carl. P.O. boxes. Yeah, there's a lot of ways around this. Yes. So his first arrest, like I said, they caught him, and as they're taking him to jail, he busts away from the cops, gets free, takes a bullet in the shoulder. Gets the fuck away out of Mississippi all the way to goddamn Michigan. Wait, the police shot at him? Is he a black guy? Yep. Oh, okay. That explains it. Yep. Okay. Something's
2: never changed, I guess, huh? This could have been a story from last week. The sky is blue.
0: Cops are cops. <laughs> yeah. By 1926, there's not a lot of records about this guy, but he moved to a town in, named Ferndale, Michigan, under the name of James Conyer.
2: Ferndale, Michigan is where we're doing our next live show. Who are these podcasts? Get the fuck out of here. In Ferndale, Michigan at the Magic Very
0: Ladies cool. Ladies and gentlemen, where, how Look about you. the tie-in?
2: Look at you, although it's not Mississippi, so
0: you're disqualified. All right, My Creep's and name. Incorrect. Oh. Go, we're going back to Mississippi All in a minute. Right. So when he goes to this town, Ferndale, Within a couple of weeks of him being there, they just start finding these pesky women's decapitated bodies mm. in the town. Don't lose your head, honey. Oh, <laughs> I know you're afraid of black, men, but don't lose your head. Four of them, Carl. They found the heads of four women uh-huh. or not the heads, just the bodies oh, of okay. four women. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Now, there was a lot of evidence that, uh, to suspect Alonzo. He was using the names James Coiner, but they suspected him, but they didn't have enough to arrest him. So the cops are keeping an eye on him. And one day they find him pushing a wheelbarrow and they say, what's in the wheelbarrow? They open it. Corpse of a lady. Mm. And they're like, OK, well, you have some explaining to do a lot. So they take him to jail. He said that he did not kill this woman. He went and just dug her up for fucking. Oh, OK. That's a good excuse, by the way, because
2: it's so embarrassing that you'd be like, well, he wouldn't have made that up.
0: <laughs> That'd be embarrassing Carl, it's a corpse, not a fleshlight, for Christ's sake you no, can't... I know, that's what I mean, it's a good excuse Alright, whatever <laughs> It's pretty pretty clever on Alonzo's part So, he's sitting there saying he didn't uh, kill this woman. They went they found disturbed dirt at the cemetery Turns out he really did dig up this body for fucking Oh, okay, well there you go And uh, they charged him with grave robbing and convicted him Well, at least he's not a liar Now, during One that time I don't like Here's what I do like about him He seems to be pretty smart
2: I I don't like to lie.
0: Yeah. He seems to be pretty smart because they bring him in, they question him about the bodies that they found. What happened to these other women? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And he said, Well, I could tell you a lot of things you'd like to know, a lot of things about murderers and murderers, but uh, you know what? I'll die first.
1: Smart, 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 smart. Smart, 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 smart.
0: Didn't say a goddamn word, refused to say anything. They didn't have anything on him. He went to prison. He is paroled in the spring of 1934 and spent his days doing his favorite pastime after he got out of jail. Writing more dirty letters to women. All right. Well, better than fucking corpses, I suppose. At this point, he's writing letters to some random lady in Indianapolis. Okay. Which, how you get on this mailing list, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's just not a good place to be. I don't mind getting the Sears catalog, but the letters from Alonzo are really starting to pile up over here. So he's back down in Mississippi. And on December 9th, 1934, Alonzo, out of the blue breaks into this house of a guy named aurelius turner and his pregnant wife mrs turner mr turner was sitting in a chair reading the newspaper and he was attacked from behind with an axe to the head you're not going to survive that that's not going to go well fucking got him right in the head with the axe and then shot him yeah you're not going to survive that he's done so then i have a feeling aurelius has uh has left us now aurelius has left the building mrs turner was hit five times with the axe. Okay. Then he just sat there and chopped up their bodies with the axe. Yep. And uh, he chopped off the lady's legs and then skinned meat off of it. Mm-hmm. Now, they also had two kids there. One of them was a little bit older. They didn't say how old. He hit this kid over the head with the axe with the blunt end of it. And he thought the kid was dead. Kid woke up and is the one who got the cops. The other was a baby sleeping in a crib. And he left that alone. But oh, we're a good guy. Here's the thing. Alonzo was not the suspect for this crime, Carl. Okay. But he does get arrested. Guess what he gets arrested for? Um, Fucking a corpse. The dirty letters, Carl. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just going back to what they were, knew about him. There's only two things. They were traced back to a box office in Shaw, Mississippi. So in January, a few weeks after the murders, who are
2: these tattletale women who are like telling the police about this?
0: Dude, apparently there was enough of them that the cops did a stakeout on a goddamn P.O. box because there were so many goddamn complaints. Really? Yes. It's bizarre. 1934 we're talking about. He shows up to this P.O. box. The cops see him put the key in the thing. They walk up and as they walk up on him, he tries to pull a gun. They grab him, hold him down. Arrest him. When they search his pockets, guess what they find? Mister Turner's pocket watch. Okay. A packet of human hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and portions of chewed meat with bite with bite marks. Uh, that was the meat was like a jerky that was salted and cured. Saving it for later. Just threw that in his pocket. That is correct.
2: <laughs> I might get hungry later after
0: mailing these letters. Oh man, nothing makes me better. Have bring a snack dinner. with me. During his questioning, he admitted to sending the letters. And this time, for some reason, he straight up confessed to murdering the Turners and explained that he did it. What do you mean for some reason? This guy's
2: been uh, pretty straightforward
0: for the The first time, tell. he's like, I'm not telling you shit. This yeah. time, he's like, well, yeah, I murdered the Turners. Not a Dum dumb, dumb, dumb. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a dumb thing. <laughs> Don't tell him. So he confesses to that. And when they went to his residence, when they went to his house to go search it, they found a trunk full of human skulls. A trunk full? A trunk full of human skulls. How many skulls did they find? Really? Uh, they did not say. They said a trunk full. Okay. So they asked him about those. And he said, yeah, those are mine. Dum,
1: dum, 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 dum.
0: And <laughs> what else? What
2: else are you going to do at this point? Yeah.
0: And they said, where, where did you get these skulls? And he goes, well, I didn't kill anybody for them. I only killed those two people with the axe. And for some reason, chopped up their bodies. Okay. And fucked up their kid. These I just dug up for my collection you know finders keepers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. They found him uh, guilty pretty quick and on March 5th, 1935, with a big Carl asshole smile, this guy apparently just smirked and uh they hung him. Okay? And uh he is dead. That is my creep Alonzo Robinson from Cleveland, Mississippi. Very good. All right. Well, I'm going to take oh, the Oh, by the way, the the jerky was Mrs. Turner. Okay. I had a feeling. Yeah, the jerky was Mrs. Turner. Sorry, guys. Was
2: it well-seasoned? Salted. Just salted? You need more than just salt. I'm going to take you to a place called Jackson, Mississippi. I'm going
0: to Jackson.
2: Sam Bowers Jr. attended high school in Jackson, Mississippi. During World War II, he served in the United States Navy. Unfortunately for black people, Jewish people, and all of civilized society, he was not killed by the Nazis. It's something I still have not forgiven the Nazis for, letting Sam Bowers survive World War II. Eventually, Bowers settled in Laurel, Mississippi, and started his own small business, an amusement company that made pinball machines. Ooh. Yes, actually, he spearheaded both the Iron Maiden and the ACDC pinball tables, two of my favorites. The
0: Iron Maiden table is a lot of fun. It is. It's a great one.
2: The band is actually named after the pinball table bowers along with many other southern whites during the cold war was antagonistic towards the civil rights movement believing that it was a movement which was led by the far left and the and organized by the communist party and he began to express racist political views in the late 1950s bowers came to believe that the soviet union was a front for jewish elites who were seeking to overthrow Christianity as the dominant religion of Western society, that Fidel Castro's government in Cuba was recruiting and providing military training to blacks as part of a plot to invade the Gulf Coast, and that the U.S. federal government— You will not take Pensacola! <laughs> that the, the U.S. government would use the invasion as a pretext to federalize the National Guard and deport all whites from his home state of Mississippi— And Alex Jones said, you fucking know all about this shit. No, actually, this conspiracy theory, I think even Alex Jones would be like, (laughs) it's pretty out there. Oh Boy, it's pretty (laughs) out there. So Bowers was appointed Grand Dragon of Mississippi by Imperial Wizard Roy Davis in 1960. Davis resigned in 1964, just after Congress launched an investigation into the KKK and the original Knights began to fragment. Which turned out to be a good thing because Bowers believed the original Ku Klux Klan was too passive. That was his problem with the game That pussies. Yeah, that was his problem with it. They're always burning the letter T. On February 15, 1964, at a meeting in Brookhaven, Mississippi, he convinced about 200 members of the original Knights to defect to join his clan, which would be named the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. He became the group's first fraternal imperial wizard. Writing a Klan constitution. The white knights of the Ku Klux
0: Klan, do they always just stand up for women?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're white knighting. No, not that type of white knight. But he, he wrote the Klan constitution, constitution with a K, which is fun, for the Southern, uh, sovereign realm Branding of Mississippi. is important,
0: right? You're yes, a marketing it is.
2: guy. I agree, yeah, but you need to get another K in there, which he does. Uh, he would govern with the assistance, assistance of a body, which he would name the Congress. I know. Clan grist would have been better, in my so opinion. You're just but...
0: trying too hard at that point.
2: Yeah, that yeah. Point, kind of you know? shoehorning it in. Bowers adopted a code of secrecy under which nobody outside the clan knew the Imperial Wizard's identity. Smart, 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 smart,
0: smart. I'll give it to you. Hold on. <laughs> smart, smart,
2: smart. smart, 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 smart. In an Imperial executive order which was issued at a clan meeting on June 7th, 1964, Bowers wrote This summer, within a very few days, the enemy will launch his final push for victory here in Mississippi. This offensive will consist of two basic salients: One, massive street demonstrations by blacks used by communists designed to provoke whites into counter demonstrations and open pitch street battles to provide an excuse for, two, a decree from uh, subversive authorities to charge of the National Guard declaring martial law.
1: Dum, 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 dum.
2: When the first wave of blacks hit our streets this summer, we must avoid open daylight conflict with them. We must reveal their leaders as the immoral hypocrites they are. Then, weaving religion into the mix, he further declared, As Christians, we are disposed to kindness, generosity, affection, and humility in our dealings with others. As militants, we are disposed to use physical force against our enemies. How we can reconcile these two apparently contradictory philosophies? Just
0: don't think about it. Is yeah, what I pretty recommend. Much.
2: He goes, the answer, of course, is to purge malice, bitterness, and vengeance from our hearts. Yeah, of course, that's the answer. Duh. What did I think of that?
0: I was going to go with just maybe we stop it.
2: Yeah, right. Like, maybe as Christians, we should just all get along with everybody. No, yeah. that that
0: did not occur to him. I mean, you're Christians. Don't you have kids to go molest? To go do something else. Yeah,
2: things were different back then, Vinny, apparently. In 1964, community activists from Congress of Racial Equality and Students for a Democratic Society launched Freedom Summer a campaign that attempted to register African-Americans to vote in Mississippi. Later that year, three of the activists, James Cheney, Michael Schwerner, and Andrew Goodman, were murdered. The three men had been traveling from Meridian to the community of Longdale to talk with congregation members at a black church that had been burned. The church had been a center for community organization the trio was arrested following a... Tri- this is this is a fun story. You ready for this? This is uh, the South for you. This
0: shit's crazy. The
2: trio was arrested following a traffic stop for speeding outside Philadelphia, Mississippi, escorted to the local jail, and held for a number of hours. As the three left town in their car, they were followed by law enforcement and others. Before leaving the county, their car was pulled over. The three were abducted, driven to another location, and shot to death at close range, the bodies of the three men were taken to an earthen dam where they were buried. The disappearance of the three men was initially investigated as a missing persons case. The civil rights worker's burnt-out car was found near a swamp three days after their disappearance. An extensive search of the area was conducted by the FBI, local and state authorities, and 400 United States Navy sailors. Their bodies were not discovered until two months later when the the team received a tip. During the investigation, it emerged that members of the local white knights of the Ku Klux Klan, this is Bauer's uh, organization, the Neshoba County Sheriff's Office and the Philadelphia Police Department were involved in the incident. So the KKK, the sheriff, and the police department are all like, all right, we got to take care of these guys. Two of them were Jewish and one of them were black.
0: And they're like, this this ain't going to fly here. We got to get rid of them. Not the Philadelphia that's the city of brotherly love. Correct. This is Philadelphia, Mississippi. Gotcha.
2: Sam Bowers was convicted in 1967 for his role in the killings and served six years in federal prison. He was released in 1976 and then worked as a Sunday school teacher. Hmm. You know, because he's a good Christian and all. Yeah, well, you know, the kids. See what the Christians used to do? You know, the kids love dragons. Come on in. Right. So. That was 64. He's convicted in 67. In 1966, members of the White Knights firebombed the house of Vernon Dahmer, a civil rights activist who was working to register African-Americans to vote. Dahmer died of burn injuries, which covered 40% of his body and damage to his lungs, which were seared while rescuing his family from the fire. According uh. to later testimony by ex White Knights member T. Weber Rogers, Bowers gave the direct order to have Dahmer killed in any way possible. After, listen to this, after four previous trials ended in deadlock, including a 1968 jury split of 11 to 1 in favor of guilty and a 1969 jury split of 10 to 2 in favor of conviction, Bowers was finally convicted of the murders in August of 1998 and sentenced to life in prison. Huh. And it's only because this Dahmer, the widow, really kept pushing the issue on this, that they needed to have him convicted of. And, of course, in the South, in the 60s,
0: he What's was able your to find... hurry? Everything moves slower down there. He was
2: able to find people who were sympathetic with his
0: cause. That's disgusting.
2: Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. In 1967, white the White Knights, his uh, Ku Klux Klan team there are alleged to have begun a campaign against Jewish targets in Mississippi. Beth Israel Congregation in Jackson and Congregation Beth Israel in Meriden were bombed. Also, the home of Jackson's rabbi, Perry Nussbaum, was attacked. The FBI became involved in the case, and with threatening accusations against local law enforcement, it began to track down potential bombers. A breakthrough in the case came when two Klan brothers, Roberts and uh, Raymond Roberts, met with the FBI and the police In exchange for reward money and immunity, the uh, Roberts brothers had previously previously been sentenced to 10 years in prison for violating the civil rights of Cheney, Schwerner, and Goodman. So they agreed to cooperate in order to receive a reduced sentence. Really boring. And so they determined that Bowers was also involved with these bombings of the uh, Jewish centers. In conclusion... Samuel Bowers is what President Biden would refer to as a bad dude. Huh. Vote for Carl. Bad hombre. And the KKK grand wizard, I Samuel say,
0: Bowers. I would like to point out to, some, to uh, someone in the chat who said, oh, Vinny picked another cannibal. Yeah, Yawn. Exactly. Thank uh, you. Go fuck yourself. Agreed. I'm glad uh, you axe that murderer. Up. Axe murderer. Collected human heads that he dug up himself. Fucked corpses made jerky out of people. Well, hold on a second. I got
2: a kicker on here because the other thing about Bowers I didn't even talk about, didn't have a lot of friends. So he served that uh that life sentence. And uh only one person ever visited Bowers during his incarnation.
0: Was it the guy who shanked him in jail?
2: The visitor claimed to be Bowers' brother who listed a false address in fictitious Mississippi town as his residence. Bowers did die in Mississippi State Penitentiary Hospital of cardiopulmonary arrest on Sunday, November 5th, 2006, at the age of 82. He was never married, never had a family, and loved to kill black and Jewish people because they were in cahoots with the communists to take over the country.
0: You know what? I'm going to give him this.
2: I mean, this guy was a real jerk.
0: That's what I'm saying. But he didn't murder anybody himself with an ax or go dig up bodies. So uh, either way, you could vote this week on Reddit. Is that correct, Carl? That's correct, buddy. We'll get it up on Reddit. People can go on there and vote for Carl. Great. I don't think that part, last part's right. I think that will make it time for the voicemail segment. Let's do it. And I believe the voicemail segment is brought to you by our friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. We are excited to
1: announce that Syracuse is getting a brand new aquarium. This $85 million facility
0: will be the first of its kind and comprised entirely of local festival goldfish. See you in Syracuse. Nice. Sounds great. I always wonder where those went. I mean, every time they have money to do something, yeah. they spend it on a giant fucking mall that people are being shot in, and now they're building a $75 million aquarium. It Just like a good football team. People will come to Syracuse if you
2: just get, like, a quarterback. You haven't had one since McNabb.
0: Basketball hasn't been great either. No, it's not going well. All right. Well, it so- doesn't
2: help that their coach refuses to retire. This guy is, what, 113 years old now? I thought he was going to retire a few years ago. Yeah, remember he, he was after- going to be forced to retire because they were paying recruits? Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, ah, Bayheim's going to stick around. Oh, okay. Same. By the way, you can't talk like this in Syracuse. You will be killed <laughs> talking
0: negatively about Boeheim. Yeah, come and get it. Yeah. Come and
2: oh, get it. Oh, okay, listen. <laughs> Vinny will be at the Pickwick Pub today after three, if you want. I'll be
0: there. Look for the stick lines over my seat. This is a voicemail for you commenting on last week's episode.
1: Carl, how is St. Anger new Metallica? That album is 19 years old, you old fuck. That's a
2: good point. I was trying to think of Metallica after they were no longer good anymore, and that was the
0: one that came into my mind. Here's one, uh, someone who just joined our Patreon. Oh, great.
1: Hey, Vinny. Hey, Carl. This is Nate. I fucked up the first one, so I'm going to try again. So I just subscribed to the Patreon. Super excited to go watch all that cool content you guys make. I love your show. Thank you. Um, And, you know, Carl brought me over to the show through HWATP. I love that show. Not to to that Patreon, but whatever. So I love the show. I love to creep off. Wanted to give you guys some money. And, uh, you know... Carl brought me over, so you know whose team I had to subscribe to. Vinny, baby, Vian, on believer true believers. Cuz. a Fuck you, Carl. <laughs>
0: uh, fuck you. Yeah, whatever. true else. believers. All right, goodbye, y'all. Great job. Good call, Nate. Thank you. It was uh, going
2: so well, too. Everything about that call was going
0: so well. Our friend Professor Retard checked in. Oh, good. Hey
1: guys, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, Professor Retard here. Uh, so you know that, that jail where that guy did some, some bad stuff and then, and
0: then those guys got those keys. Well, that jail and that sheriff were the stars of a reality show. Get the fuck out. Where, uh, people
1: are supposed to like make the jail better and, uh, fucking improve it, you know?
0: That guy didn't learn,
1: uh, he didn't
2: learn uh, a whole lot of good stuff, I guess.
0: Good take. You're right. He didn't learn a whole lot of good stuff. Is that true? I don't know. Oh, I want to okay. find out that now. That sounds very bizarre, but okay. I think he made it better for the guys. Oh, yeah. No, the guys had a blast. That was that was a hell of a night. That's like a jail pizza party. Like Remember when you were a kid, they has a the pizza <laughs> party in class. It's like, all right, guys. It's like a pizza party and a field trip all in the same it's day. It's like co-ed night. Yeah. Here's a uh, someone else uh, calling about our Patreon. Cool. patreoncom slash Off. They might be breaking terms of service, but you can't prove it, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, put that man. on the board. Yeah, we people I'm saving that.
2: Please subscribe to our Patreon because once they're sued out of existence by Suttery John, you'll no longer be able to support the show. We'll so be destitute.
0: Yeah, please get on there now. Uh, I have. A question for you, Carl. Also, sell
2: your stock in Patreon if you have any, because that company is going away.
0: Yeah, sell it to me. Very powerful uh, attorney. Here you go. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I hit it too soon. Carl, this one uh, came in. It's a serious question we'd like to know the answer to.
1: Carl, quick question. Blind Mike is actually blind, right? So how does it sound like he's reading something from wrote, uh, you know, like on the screen, like Patrick Michael reading a Wikipedia about a movie? Is that not what rope means? Am I retarded? Anyway, how does he do it? Is there, like, a Braille print-off machine for uh, blindfold? Okay.
2: I think he memorizes everything. I, I honestly think that's what he's doing because I listened to his
0: other show. You did his show. Yeah. Why are you laughing? I did a show, too. Yeah, I was tuning in. And I'm just kidding.
2: And he'll often, on that show, go to his buddy, the producer, and say, what's the next video we have lined up here? Is it blah, blah, blah? They're like, no, no, it's this. It's like, oh, right, right. Okay, we'll play
0: that then. So I, I think that he actually memorizes a whole bunch of shit before he does these shows. It's very impressive. What a good guy. So, Carl, I've got great news. Okay. We have our first creep report. Oh, good. Somebody called in to report a creep. Yes. And uh, we want you to do this, folks. If there's, if you spot a creep, we want to hear from you. It could be someone in your family. It could be a friend.
2: It could be someone you just saw at the mall. Whatever it is, we want to hear about we it. We
0: usually don't like tattletales. Well, no, we only want – you could say first names, no last I, names. You
2: say that, Vinny. I'm not telling people to call the cops. I'm telling them to t- call our show. <laughs> we're not going to do anything.
0: All right, good point.
1: <laughs> Hi, uh, is this the creep-off? I'm calling to report a creep. Good. So um, one of my coworkers at work, we were talking about the MLB together. You know, I work a retail job. It was pretty slow. We're just shooting the shit.
0: Okay, so far so good. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, a woman and her obviously underage daughter, I'm, I mean, she's like 10 years old, walk by and uh, walk right in front of us. And, yeah, I'm still talking about MLB, and my coworker stops and says, look at her. And I'm looking at, like, the older woman. I'm like, what the, what? She's, she's okay? He goes, I bet she's been used already. And then I look at his gaze, and he's fucking talking about the 10-year-old girl
0: what an asshole remind me not to go to that lids
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh what a creep what fucking your co is this a happening creep,
0: in? sir oh that's what we're looking for thank you oh dude carl it gets worse it's, oh
2: there's
1: more to it than that yep oh boy and even worse than that he thinks that i'm also a fucking pedophile yeah. and that i would also be into the 10 year old girl Good right. and I, I i tell him i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you? That's exactly what I said. He's like, oh, oh I'm, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, but you know girls these days, right? And I, I, I'm like, no, I don't know girls these days. What the fuck is wrong with you? So that's my story. I know it's over 45 seconds, but that's, that's a creep. His name is um Anthony. <laughs> okay, so Anthony, you're a That's his actual name. Fuck you, Anthony, you dirty fucking creep. I hope you kill yourself.
2: Bye. I I like that this guy's thought was, you know, these girls under 12, they're all whores these days. Like, wait, what? Hey, look at that slut. (laughs) What? (laughs) Jesus Christ. When a girl like that rides a train, it's literally a train. Okay? They're not whores at that age.
0: This is fucking bonkers. That's such a crazy story. Yeah, it's good. All right, those are our stories, uh, our voicemails this week. If you want to report a creep or if you want to leave us a voicemail, call 585-371-8108. Please, we want to hear about the creeps you run into and send them to us. We wanna hear them. So, Carl, I think it's time for a scum parade. You got some scum parade music ready Cause to go? Because Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're gonna take you on a scum parade. Oh, Carl, it's so beautiful. Are you familiar with the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I
2: sure am, Vinny. Are
0: you familiar with the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? I most
2: certainly am.
0: Well, they all featured the acting work of the fine actress, Edie McClurg. You may remember her as the secretary. Well, I believe her famous
2: line from uh, the latter movie you mentioned is, You're fucked.
0: Yes. She is the woman who is working the airline counter that Steve Martin encounters. Right. Great actress. She nails the line. But actress Edie McClurg and her caretaker were allegedly abused by a man who claimed to be the former's longtime friend, according to legal documents obtained by the Times. In July, Life and Pieces actor Angelique Cabral accused Michael L. Ramos, who was allowed to live in McClurg's home as her companion, of taking advantage of her cousin and an employee from the JFS Care Home Health Center. McClurg is living with dementia. So wait, this guy Ramos, yeah,
2: is having a threesome with a dementia patient and her caregiver. He's doing lots of things. Is that, that's pretty hot? Is that a category on Pornhub? I've never seen that before.
0: Um, I don't think she's his stepmom, so no. Oh, okay, yeah, good point. The court initially allowed Ramos to remain in McClurg's residence as it's believed he would provide her with companionship. However, Cabral who serves as the conservator of McClurg's estate, has been suspicious of Mr. Ramos's motivations since the outset as she watched him integrate himself into her life while she was battling dementia. According to the documents, Ramos was able to, quote, finagle his way in to McClurg's residence. Cabral accused Ramos of almost taking McClurg out of California to marry her. Wow, that before- He was money. Must be flowing still. Dude, she's probably got some nice residuals from that shit. Those movies play all the fucking time. But I doubt she got some. She was a fucking... She's not a back at deal kind of actor. Well, she's been in a million things, too. Either way, you get that uh, SAG acting, like, uh, pension. Yep. That's what I'm thinking he's after. I mean,
2: look at how well centering John's doing. So, yeah. She's probably rolling in it. This
0: guy, Ramos, has got to be fucking worse off than John. (laughs) So A little less creepy, though. The court prevented him from doing it. According to this woman, Cabral, they've never been involved in a romantic relationship. So all of a sudden, he's like, oh, we're getting married. And this lady's sitting there going, oh, you're fucked. Like, she's just looking into space, quoting lines from movies. I think Ferris is one righteous dude. And she's just (laughs) fucking looking around, all fucking glass-eyed. And this guy's like, I do. Yeah.
2: Well, he's also taking advantage of her sexually, too. Isn't that what it says in the article?
0: Yeah. That's
2: like a, a reverse Biden. He's fucking someone with dementia instead of
0: someone with dementia fucking us. Yeah. Who's this guy I think he is Jill? <laughs> Additionally, the JFS <laughs> <laughs> employee told Cabral that she was worried that Ramos, quote, has or may be assaulting the conservative that she may not even know what is happening to her. Yeah. Cabal hired security guards, but not yet instruct them to prevent Ramos from accessing the home at the time the petition was filed. And... Long story short, Mr. Amos has been and is now on a daily basis endangering the health, welfare, and safety of the conservatee. And for that matter, all the other caregivers who remain in the conservative's home with her, the document says that she filed. And she, there is a court hearing set for August 15th. Let's just say the moral
2: of the story here. You get old. You start to lose your mind. You get dementia, Alzheimer's. You're better off just eating yourself to death. Am I right, Vinny? I'm working on it. Exactly. i Just die young. Die of a heart attack in your 50s. Get it over with, because it doesn't get better after that.
0: I'm trying to figure out which shitty actress I'm going to try this on. <laughs> like, who is that blonde lady from Reno 911? She has, like, a same level career. Yeah, there you go. She's a lot of things. When she's all messed up, I'll go move in with her. I was thinking Jenny McCarthy, but... Oh, yeah. She's you think she's, she's already crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she's already bad shit. Daddy Wahlberg already uh, got that spot. Yeah. So, Carl, here's a story from Georgia. Let's move on, shall we? Yes. A Georgia couple has been charged with using their two adopted children to record child pornography. Mm. Not a good thing to do. Don't do that. After interviewing the suspect who was not identified, police said they learned that there was another suspect in the county who was producing homemade child sex abuse material with at least one child who lived in the home. So there was a rat. They caught some guy with child porn. He goes... I know where you could get the good stuff. Yep. So around 1130 last Thursday night, they executed a search warrant in Oxford at the home of William Dale Zulick and Zachary Jacob Zulick. See, Vinny, this is where I'm a bit of a traditionalist.
2: I think that every child should be forced into porn by a father and a mother.
0: Right. You know, I'm not two fathers. Carl, I'm fine with gay marriage. I'm just not fine for gay exploitation of children. I don't think that's a good thing. All right. Well, hey, or to, straight exploitation of children. To I don't think children should be to, sexually exploited. To I, each their own. Am I crazy?
2: Well, if we agreed on everything on this show, it would be boring. So like that's fine.
0: <laughs> There's one thing I will say about the show, folks. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard. That's right. During the search of the house, Walton County Division of Family and Child Services joined deputies... And they found that adoptive fathers were engaging in sexually abusive acts and video documenting the abuse. Yeah. Fuck you both, right to fucking hell. Also, I thought it was
2: interesting that of the charges, William was additionally charged with child molestation, so I guess you know who the cameraman was.
0: Yeah, Zach was the yeah, cameraman.
2: Zachary was obviously just...
0: Uh, Setting up the shots, getting all the angles and the lighting all right. Yeah, so William got the child molestation charge. They both were charged with aggravated child molestation, sexual exploitation of a child, and enticing a child for indecent purposes. So, uh, where you got that fuck you thing? Where's that fuck you button? I need that for these two. Fuck you! Thank you, Sheiky baby. It was on a different board. It took me a second. All right. Carl? <laughs> yeah. We're going down to Florida. Wait,
2: before that, I think you should say this.
1: Thanks a lot, Carl. You're welcome. it's a swamp, yes. Hope they the,
0: us. Come on a the next time the isotopes do. Isotope okay. mm-hmm. You got to find a way to get Sarah involved. She's Sounds pretty good. fucking good. I agree. Uh, Pinellas County, Florida, Carl. A couple is being investigated for... And they called it Puppy love. I see what you did there. Well, I love this article because... The Pinellas County News really did a great job with the puns in this. Oh, God. A Florida couple is in the (laughs) (laughs) doghouse. I like how they added it here. Literally, this is the sentence. A Florida couple is in the doghouse, so to speak. Well, that's retarded. After an investigation revealed they were having and recording sex with a dog over the last eight years. Yeah. I don't have to say much about that, but other, either way, according to investigators on August 2nd, deputies arrested a man and woman for engaging in the sexual activity with their dog. According to the deputies, the woman later identified as Christina Salello willingly engaged in sexual activity with the dog on multiple occasions over a span of approximately eight years. So here's what I would do, Vinny. Bring the dog into the room
2: with her, and if the dog wags his tail, it's all good. Right, mm. this is a lot like those female teachers who hook up with their students, and whether it's bragging rights during lunch period or all the peanut butter you can eat, there's not really a victim here. The dog's the victim. I'm just saying, if, if it if it wags its tail when it sees her,
0: then dogs are stupid, Carl. <laughs> yeah, no shits shit, or kids. That is better than my plan, though. I was gonna have them uh, chop the dog in half. Yeah. And I'd give like the front half to the lady so we can still lick her pussy. And then give the back half to the guy so we can still fuck it. I think your plan's better. Dogs are stupid. <laughs> Podcast hosts are stupid. Oh, no, just this one. Yeah. Either way, they put it all, all the videos on a flash drive. The dog was surrendered to the deputies and taken to a local pet, ho- pet hospital for a routine examination. This dog has cum poisoning. <laughs> the dog had no visible injuries. According to investigators, uh, Colello and Springer were taken into custody and charged with sexual activity involving animals. Both were transported to the Pinellas County Jail. They also actually taught the dog to talk. I have audio of that. Lick, Uh, lick, lick my balls.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like he was asking for it. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll give myself a...
2: Be more funny. (laughs) I I don't even want to respond to you.
0: Are you off your fucking meds or something? Uh, Folks were going to Alabama. A kidnapped twelve year old chewed through her restraints, breaking the braces on her teeth to escape a week of captivity in Alabama.
2: Yeah, the uh victims orthodontist was none too happy with this girl. He I just picture
0: poor. I picture Sharesh be like, You do you know how long it took us to yeah. work on these? Yeah, he was quoted as saying, Well that's an afternoon I'll never get back. <laughs> Investigators said Tuesday her escape led to deputies discovering the bodies of her slain mother and brother who officials believe were killed by her mother's boyfriend, Tallapoosa County Sheriff Jimmy Abbott said Wednesday. The girl was abducted July 24th and tied to bedpost for a week while Jose Paulino Pascal Reyes, 37, kept her in a, quote, drugged state with alcohol. Yep. Yeah, that's a good way to keep a 12-year-old down. You just put a little bit of whiskey on a gums. Yep. According to a criminal complaint filed Tuesday, she was found walking on an Alabama road Monday morning near the mobile home she shared with her mom, brother, and the suspect since February. A passing motorist stopped to help and stayed until authorities arrived and found the bodies a short time later. Now, according to the sheriff, we try to preach this: if you see something, you need to say something. Yeah, fucking thanks, Alabama. Yeah,
2: great, great life lesson for us. Thanks, Thank sheriff.
0: You. Yeah. You don't need to go down the road and say, what should I have done? And then you find out this happened because I'm sure there's been more mortarists who passed her that day. Yeah, uh, uh, He's uh, lecturing everybody. I
2: know. A, a 12-year-old girl who's all bruised up and bleeding out of her asshole. And he's like, I, you know, you really should stop
0: and ask her what the deal is. Like, Again, yeah, no, no kidding. I got leather seats. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not telling her to get in. I'm just asking her if she's all right. Paulino Pascal Reyes has been charged with kidnapping, two counts of murder, and two counts of corpse abuse. Court records show. <laughs> he's accused of smothering. Sandra Vasquez, 34, with a pillow and cutting her body into pieces in order to hide evidence. According to the criminal. complaint... <laughs> it sounds
2: like you're just making more evidence when you do that. That's a lot of evidence you got oh, to. Oh man, look at all before. this! Oh man,
0: squishy <laughs> evidence. According to the criminal complaint filed Wednesday, the younger victim was identified as a boy under the age of 14. His death was caused by striking him with his hands and feet. So he just beat that kid to death. Yeah. His body was also cut into pieces in an alleged effort to cover up the crime. The kidnappings and slains happened July 24th with the abduction intended to violate or abuse sexually, the complaint said. So basically, this fucking guy wanted the 12-year-old for a sex slave. Yeah. Killed mom and the brother. And actually, when
2: Jose was told how the girl escaped, he said, I'm not surprised she used her teeth. That's kind of her M.O.
0: 12-year-olds, am I right?
2: The sheriff called the
0: girl a hero and said this one was one of the worst crimes he's seen in his 53 years in law enforcement.
2: By the way, if I'm the showrunner for the show Intervention, I'm following this girl around the day she turns 18 with
0: a camera crew. Uh, I agree. It's not,
2: things are not going to go well for this poor girl. Her teeth
0: look like yours it's now. Brutal. They were ready to have. She's. Per-
2: and the teeth aren't the problem. Her mom sense. and brother were murdered and chopped up, and that she was molested while tied to a bed for a week. That's going to lead to a little bit of meth, a little bit of heroin, and a whole
0: lot of daddy issues. Ain't that the tooth?
2: Ain't <laughs> that the tooth?
0: You're the worst. You're the worst. I'm trying today. <laughs> oh, good one, Vinny. <laughs> Thank you, Carl Hamburger. <laughs> Hey, keep that keep that one on the board. Yeah, I, uh, you point. got a story today, don't you?
2: I do because this is a
0: fun one from Hollywood, California. Yeah, you know, things get really crazy out there on the West Coast. Highly weird, am I right? Do you guys remember Anne Hae? Nobody remembers Anne hey
2: You know what's funny is that before Anne Hae came out as a lesbian and started dating Ellen DeGeneres. She had a phase where she was pretty attractive. Do you she remember She was in a that? movie
0: with Harrison Ford where she was pretty hot. She
2: used to be hot. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make. That was a long time ago, though. Wow.
0: And hey, she- didn't she also go crazy, kind of like Margot Kidder, and yes. they found her in somebody's backyard? Yeah, she's had substance abuse problems. Huh. Vinny. Huh. And uh, this story
2: that I'm reading from the New York Post, is another example of that. Anne Hay slurred her way through a podcast that was posted hours before her horrifying high-speed crash, saying she was downing vodka and wine after being rocked by a very bad day. So she's on this podcast called Better Together. Can we get a copy of this podcast to listen to it as a bonus episode? They, They took it down. I looked for it. If anyone has it, please send us a link, send it in to us better together
0: with
2: that the troubled actress wore shades throughout the episode of better together hours before she suffered horrifying burns after her car burst into flames in los angeles the troubling clip was later deleted and Hesh's rep insisted it actually been taped days earlier sure it
0: was no she sobered up by then
2: (laughs) yeah still hey admitted to heavy boozing at the time She joked that listeners would have to keep their fingers crossed that she and co-host Heather Duffy would even make it through the recording. This is a quote from her. We are sitting with Refined, which is an artisanal artisanal vodka that I believe sponsors the show. Uh, The same type of alcohol that Hesh appeared to have in her Mini Cooper in a photo taken just before crashing into a building. Geez, I wonder why it went up in flames. I wonder if there was something that was flammable in the car with her.
0: Hey, everybody. Listening to Better Together with Anne Hase, brought to you by Refine Vodka.
2: These are some, uh, these right here are some unfortunate things to say on a podcast. We each have a bottle in front of us because our friend sent us a bottle of Refine, she said triumphantly, noting how she once even did a terrible commercial for the company. Her co-host then quipped about how a doctor had told them, that we should be drinking vodka instead of wine. And we listened, and we are drinking it with wine chasers, Hash said, laughing as she slurred so heavily
0: she didn't get the name of their podcast wrong.
2: <laughs>
0: uh Carl, I love this comment in the YouTube chat, Kevin Eric now. For a few brief seconds in the fire, she was once again hot. <laughs> <laughs> She's a smoke show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. Uh, she then explained she was boozing after a very unique day. I don't know what happens. Sometimes days just suck. Well, it's not going to get better, hun. Uh No good, very bad days. I'm rocked. I am rocked, she said, without elaborating on what happened. Hours after the episode was posted, TMZ first shared shocking images of the long-troubled actress being stretchered away from the horror smash after her mini burst into flames after hitting a house in Mar Vista. And hey, she's on fire. She literally jumped over a curb, drove into a house, and then her car blew up in flames, burning the house down. This is a horrific crash, Vinny. The blaze was so bad. around. You you
0: think she wishes she could do it again, Carl?
2: Yeah, I think she'd (laughs) like to have that day over again. The blaze was so bad around 60 firefighters took more than an hour to douse it. It completely destroyed the house, and the homeowners who only, only very narrowly escaped lost an entire lifetime possessions you know, the and only,
0: mementos. The only thing this does is change my mind on a fucking Mini Cooper. Holy shit, that thing could cause some damage. Seriously, it took out a house. Like I assumed that if you drove a Mini Cooper into a house, the thing would crush like a beer can.
2: Yeah, right. They would bounce off the house, wouldn't even know it was there. Yeah, like it's basically driving around in a bumper car. <laughs> I have to say that normally, I think drinking and driving is hilarious and a lot of fun, but then when you start, like, smashing people's houses in and burning them down, that's where I draw the line. Like, ah, all right, now we're... No, that's not cool anymore.
0: Yeah. It's houses all fun and games, drivers. Carl. All fun and games.
2: I'm going to be a member of HAD. Uh, despite the severity of the crash, HESH is currently in stable condition. Her podcast partner Duffy said Saturday. So hopefully they get back on Better Together. You know, these things... These women seem like maybe they're worse together. They they might be uh, enabling one another with this behavior. But,
0: I mean, what a fucking plug for refined vodka. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in
2: trying that. Also, this podcast I had never even heard of. I'm going to go check this out now.
0: I like to think that the cup of vodka that she had in the cup holder is what caused all the burns. Like, it just splashed all over. Don't
2: let someone photograph you if you have booze in your car as you're driving off. This is just... One on one stuff here, people.
0: Yeah. It's,
2: uh, Anne's going to be in a lot of trouble. Anne's got a lot of problems ahead of her. And I can't believe she, she survived that. She was in the Did you see the photo of the car? How uh, just, badly it was burned?
0: It post
2: apocalyptic, is how it looked. It, it, it looked like, remember what happened in Japan around
0: 1945? Right. Worse than that. Worse than that is what it looked like. I feel like um, drinking and driving is a bad thing to do. Hit the button. No, don't don't <laughs> drink it. You're supposed to say don't drink alcohol. Oh, okay. Dummy.
2: Do you notice how we don't coordinate things? Out of alcohol is bad. You shouldn't drink alcohol. That's right, Mr. Mackey. Alcohol is bad. Don't drink and then drive. Drive and then drink. That's the correct order. Hey,
0: it's. And haste for magic spoon and refined vodka. <laughs> You'll see the better to go. Can we get Hase. Hase to read our Syracuse
2: reads going forward? She's going to need some money.
0: This is Anne Hayes for Syracuse.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm Anne I'm Hayes. I'm on the road today as we record this episode. I'm in the Opie Radio <laughs> studio.
2: So, and hey, she's still alive somehow. I can't. I can't even believe that. It's crazy. She'll probably get more work now that she's black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. I, I didn't. I you, didn't say that. My friend have committed a crime. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> All do right. do mm, do up. Do do mm, do up. Now, this is the part of the show where we just get silly with drops for no reason. Yeah, I know.
2: I'm done. I'm done with the drops. Me too.
0: So, Anne Heche, holy shit, still a smoke show. That's what we've learned here. That's the a title of the episode, I would say. Still a smoke. Still a Anne Anne still still smoke show. <laughs> still smoking. All right, folks. That is this week's edition of The Creep Off. I do have some news for you. There are three tickets left for the roast total. Wow. There is one general admission ticket. I think that's going to sell out. I think so, too. And there are two VIP tickets left. If you were going to do... And
2: Dr. Steve has 28 tickets that he's trying to give away. If that's what always happens with these live shows. It's always like, right before the show, Dr. Steve has a million tickets to give away.
0: Uh, I bought uh, four <laughs> VIP tables. So Turns if anybody out, wants none to of my friends me. care about the creep-off. Uh... I have a seat here for Dan Soder, for Jim <laughs> Norton. Yeah, uh, right. Oh shit Alright so that's it It's nice to be important It's more important to be nice Remember follow us on all the Instagram and the Twitter And the YouTube Gagia How do we get out of here? (laughs) This dude is fucking corny That part out. what the hell is he supposed to be may your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures
2: ciao bella